have to click the button. For oh my god, go. we have to click. We have to click. <laughs> you have to. Too. You have to. You have to consent. Oh shit! Really? Wow. Uh -huh, we have to click the button. Ghosts, specters, whatever you want to call them, they've been around for thousands of years. Apparently, she died from a tooth infection in one of the upstairs rooms in the house. As at the locations they haunt. History of a Haunting podcast tells you all about these famous, infamous, and almost famous locations, and why they became terrifying places to visit. Grab a glass of wine and settle in with your hosts, Archie. I mean, that was definitely the wrong thing to do. And Carrie. Nobody asked for it, Carrie. Nobody fucking asked for it, but <laughs> hey, my podcast, and I'll say what I fucking want. <laughs> Two people just winging it in life, and this podcast. So enjoy this week's episode of History of a Haunting. Hi guys, welcome to History of a Haunting. I'm your host, Laura. I'm your host, Archie. I'm your host, Carrie. And Zoom has new features we're trying to <laughs> work through. <laughs> we weren't expecting, so we're all just kind of like, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> anyway hi guys welcome hi. Archie's Archie's back What's home happening? I'm back in the heat he's back in the heat what's the temperature gonna be this weekend um I don't know but it was 104 today I yeah. think it's gonna be 108 yeah. yum yeah tomorrow's 108 oh I'm gonna smell delicious in the afternoon gross Ooh. like something <laughs> big <laughs> oh my god let's see what is it gonna be there. let me see the listeners like we don't give up but get to the story <laughs> 87 oh yeah nice but humid if that helps you guys a little bit a little makes up a little bit yeah i i don't have anywhere to go tomorrow so i could stay in my nice air-conditioned home but still <laughs> um so, yeah, we have um, another one of those uh, tag team episodes today, guys. We'll tell you where we're going here in just a second, even though you already know because you saw the title of the fucking episode when you hit play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just have, um, I just have the one EVP. Uh, we found out our last, early, earlier this week, I guess it was. It was after you went home, right? Yeah. yeah. We found out that the old Phelps Dodge Hospital that's um, operated by Copper Canyon Paranormal Research Center down in Ajo, Arizona, where we have investigated a number of times, did our first live show there and um, went on, you know, took the, the fans and friends of the podcasts um, on a ghost hunt down there is been, has been sold and um, effective immediately. None of us can ever ghost hunt there again. <laughs> <laughs> so um the owner alan thank you thank you i was so bummed out i was like when i saw the post that tony had made that it was closed it has been sold and no more investigations effective immediately i was like what um so i was really surprised i mean i wasn't surprised because we had all known that the owner had been looking to sell it for years mm -hmm. um i guess I don't know why I thought that like Tony and Tree or somebody would have got at least gotten a heads up or something. I don't know why I thought that. I just did. But um, yeah, no, they just got one of those calls that was like, I sold it and you guys can't come back anymore. Oh, my. Crazy. All right. Yeah. So um, anyway, yeah, it 
it's sold and it's sold to a hotel management company. So it's going to be a hotel down in Ajo, which there's a lot of speculation going on in that thread that I had posted, Arch, about like what kind of hotel it could possibly become. Right. What kind of, I mean, the only thing that we can think of is that Ajo is like the last stop in the United States and Arizona before Rocky Point. So maybe, I don't, I really don't know. I can't imagine it's going to be a destination boutique hotel or. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's not a lot going on over there. Mm-mm. And it's not like even in a position where they could kind of be like dude ranchy or something, you know, like Abu doesn't have a lot tourist opportunities it really doesn't it doesn't and it is on the national register of historic places so they can't even like raise the building and build new they Mm -hmm. just can renovate and refurbish the structure and uh, you know you know the roof needs a lot of work uh just the electricity it's (laughs) some places it needs a roof (laughs) in some places it needs a roof um so it's got a they've got a lot to do to turn that into a hotel so it'll probably be a few years before it's actually open and bookable but uh we are all for sure gonna go down there spend the night um and check it out but yeah I was really bummed it was the last um tangible connection that I had to my grandparents because as everybody knows my grandmother had her first two children down there so now that connection is gone and so I was pretty bummed out about that but I did uh, reach out to Alan, the former owner, and I asked him if it would be at all possible for me to have that smoking only in this area sign that's in the old waiting room. Oh, <laughs> so he said that he would try to get it for me. I said, I'm happy to pay you for your efforts and, and just to send it to me. And I explained why I wanted it. Um, and he said, I'll sure try. And I was like, oh, my God. so hopefully um, the new owners will let him in to just, you know, get some, you know, stuff or, you know, whatever. Oh, that would I, I can, cool. yeah, I, I hope, I sure hope we can get it because I love that sign. And I think it would be a perfect addition here in the podcast office. Um, I also wanted that ceramic ghost that Zach Bagans had left when Ghost Adventures filmed down there. Oh, but my mom was like, Mm-mm, no, what if something's attached to it? I don't, Mm-mm. I was like, okay, I'll skip the ghost. <laughs> Well, say I really didn't like that thing, but I was just like, I just want as much as I can get from this hospital before it's a stupid hotel. So anyway, I'll keep you guys updated in case he's able to to get in there and get that sign for me. I just love it. So that's really all I had. Um, How about you guys? What's going on? Laura, you have a funny story about Zane. I've been dying to hear. Oh, yeah. So today. I like how she looks at the door like, is he listening? I know. He's going to come in. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, kind of. (laughs) Um, so we bought some jello he asked for in the store so last Mm. night um I made him some we bought some pudding and some regular jello so I made him some jello last night so today he goes in the fridge and he pulls it out and he goes mom there's something wrong with the jello it's frozen and I was like what do you mean so I go out there it's not frozen he's apparently has never had jello like the jiggly jello so he was I don't know how that has happened. Like <laughs> maybe he had it when he was too little to remember. I'm like maybe. I'm not sure if that makes That's... me a good parent or a bad parent. <laughs> but so he was like, "What kind of magic is this?" <laughs> he was like so enthralled, like eating it. He's like, "It's so weird," and he was just so happy. <laughs> I have 
never heard of a child's reaction. It's frozen. <laughs> what did he think it was? Just like flavored soup? I don't know. I think he thought it was going to be more like a pudding. Oh, like really? The other ones that he's had, the only Jello stuff he's really had has been pudding. Oh. So I think he thought it was going to be like that, not like the jiggly Jello. So he was like, "What is happening?" I think that is what probably one of is. the most adorable stories. That is that is very adorable. Yeah, I mean, was there like, vodka this is magic. In, in a little in a, in a little cup? Oh, good. <laughs> hey, okay, <come> on. good. <laughs> Who makes Jello without? You can't even make it without vodka. You can't. You Pretty need sure. the vodka. Mm -hmm. You have to have the vodka. Um, that's cute. I love that story. Not funny. <laughs> you know what you should do next time is you should make those jello jigglers with the cookie cutters. And so they're just like, you know, little kind of gummy. Yeah, little whatever's. Mm -hmm. Well, why are you trying to make more work, Carrie? <laughs> I'm she just is kidding. A job creator. <laughs> right. I don't need more shit to do. Right. Put Zane you on make them. Put Zane on the horn. I'm going to tell him that you guys need to do that next. Right. right. And you know he won't he won't stop bothering me until we do it. I know, right. I'll only do that if I'm mad at you. I do <laughs> so that tomorrow. You know, you know we're fighting. Right. Oh, so tomorrow. <laughs> uh Arch, how about you? Are you glad to be home? Um yes and no. Yes, because I have my big queen size bed back. Yeah, to sleep on my little twin pull-out sofa. <laughs> oh which man. is also waiting for you, Laura. Very excited. Yes, enjoy the stains. <laughs> um, ew. <laughs> nasty, nasty man. <laughs> it's fine, Laura. I threw the mattress out and I'm buying you. It's fine. <laughs> At the very least, flip it over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's actually it's actually a very comfortable mattress. It just doesn't wick away heat. Oh yeah, it retains heat. It retains heat. So just if I'm a person who is a furnace when I sleep. Oh, uh, I'm not. So, no, you should be fine if you're not. Yeah. But I'm not glad to be back because I have to clean up everything that was done while I was gone at the office. Oh, mm -hmm. shit. And yeah, so just too much going on, too many things happening. I, I got a little overwhelmed yesterday evening, so. Oh, now shit. Now it's the weekend. I can relax. I meant to tell you guys. Um, so you had posted about how too much is happening all at once on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And so, you know how you were saying after I left you with Laura and John after lunch on Monday, uh -huh. you were saying, all right, well, we just got to be careful because she might, you know, she might kidnap me or whatever. And Oh, <laughs> so I commented to your thread. You were like, oh, just work and home, you know, life or whatever. My comment was Laura should have kidnapped you. And I got on the list of, can you see it? I don't even know if you can see no. it. No. Did you I, get a Facebook warning? I got on the Facebook warning list for <gasps> inciting violence. Oh, are you kidding me? Nope. I got on the Holy list. Holy shit. So now, yeah, so now I was like, they're like, do you agree with this or do you accept our decision or do you want to dispute it? And so I'm like, I accept it. I mean, it was a joke. You would have gotten it. 
but it basically says if something you post doesn't follow our standards in the future, your visit, your ability to post or comment may be restricted. <laughs> That's been happening to a lot of people I know. So when I go to my account status, it says warning, like a big yellow. I'm like, I'm on probation on Facebook because I suggested <laughs> your sister. Next. Yeah. Next stop is Facebook jail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And before you know it, I won't be able to post until 2023 like Trump because that's the same. <laughs> right. But whatever. Anyway, yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned that because I was like, oh, I got to be sure to tell them. Oh, my God. That's, that's funny. funny. Yeah. So, all right. Speaking of Laura, she is the best. She is. <laughs> She's the best other Laura I know. <laughs> all Lauras are amazing and wonderful <laughs> and brilliant. All Lauras are pains in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that may be true. That may be true. You're like, and guess what, Carrie? We don't care. No, we really enjoy it. <laughs> it's one of our favorite pastimes. We have. We have meetings about it. Oh, shut up, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so um, now, Archie, I don't know if you've been feeling it, but whenever my mom finds a new zip tie, she, God damn it, Archie, you missed this one. <laughs> <laughs> she made him go around and <laughs> clip the zip ties. Well, nobody knows what happened, do they? Oh, no, you know what? They don't, only the folks that follow us on Facebook. Um, so everybody remembers how I roasted our Laura about her zip tie shoes because they're stupid. And I sent her, uh, as a joke, a box of 450 multicolored zip ties. So Arch, why don't you tell the rest of the story? Because I've told it like 700 times. <laughs> so ridiculous. Carrie, Carrie arranges a family reunion at her brand new house in North Carolina. And I'm coming out. And my sister Laura said, I'm definitely coming because... This is the closest we've been geographically in 17 years. Yeah. So long story short, my brother comes up from Atlanta. My other sister flies in from Detroit. We have a family reunion. Well. Along with my family, like it was like 18 people at my house. Oh my God. Okay. It was a huge event. No. And every, everybody got along really well. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, but, they started arriving around like 1, 1 Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But I noticed... Um, at times, my sister and her boyfriend weren't necessarily with the rest of the group, with the rest of the people. Or together. So he spent a lot of time by himself on the screen in patio. And I was like, where's Laura? Maybe she's in the bathroom. Yeah. And, and that was what I was thinking is like, okay, well, John's out having a, having a vape and Laura, Laura must be in the bathroom. That's all I can explain it. And I mean, all the Laura's I know spend way far too much time in the bathroom. I just, I don't <laughs> too much. And, and that I didn't think anything more about it. And then, and then, and then she decided to tell me. He's all, and then, and then, and then. <laughs> I just, there was a lot going on. <laughs> but she decided to tell me that because of how Carrie had roasted Laura, she immediately formed a plan. I need to buy zip ties. I need to buy a big box of zip ties. So John, her boyfriend, just immediately turned to Amazon and ordered the same box of zip ties. That I had ordered Laura, mm -hmm. my Laura, yeah. And so 
every time that Laura was missing or her boyfriend John was missing, they were putting zip ties everywhere in Carrie's brand new house. Everywhere. 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 In the bathroom upstairs. They zip tied the toilet paper in my mom's bathroom. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Doorknobs, the banister going up the stairs. Mm -hmm. They zip tied everything. How many do you think that you've found so far? Like 100, 200? I would say, what do you think, Arch? Between two and 300. Wow. They didn't have very many left. Amazing. Yeah, they, they only had a handful left after that. That's we're still awesome. finding them every now, every every here and there. Like there's a couple underneath the banister that we missed um, when Archie and I went to lunch that one day. Monday, I go around to the driver's side of my car. She zip tied the door handles of my car. She did I tell you about the hose, Archie? The garden hose. They zip tied the garden hose in three different to to itself in three different spots. <laughs> I was like, what amazing. Oh, fuck, what else? There was something else they zip tied outside that I was like, how? It must have been when John was going back and forth and getting new logs for the fire. Mm-hmm. Must have done oh, it then. Oh, yeah, that must have been. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, they were they were everywhere. I found them Tuesday after I took you to the airport and you were in the air and I was watering, moving the sprinklers around. I'm like, why is it stuck on something? And I go and look and it's fucking zip tied. <laughs> <laughs> different spots yeah it, it was everywhere um so yeah yeah so uh laura i called her i blew up her phone the minute i realized what was happening and the, she, laura finally confessed she put her arm around me she's like us laura's have to stick together and i was like oh, because i thought it was you two <laughs> i really thought laura had sent her the zip ties i sent her with you back here and then you two were in on this and you were going around my house zip tying everything and yeah, I wish I had like, thought of it. Yeah, I do. It too. was not me. I totally wish I would. I wouldn't like if I would have thought about that. I totally would have done it, but I did oh, not. Yeah, I was not that clever. Sure. Nope. Yeah. So I was blowing Laura's phone up all day, and of course, you know, holiday weekend. She's she's out with her girlfriend. She's out with her. So she's like living her life, and I'm like, call me now, call me now, Facetime. You have to call me. <laughs> she was like, damn bitch, I'm out. I'm busy. I'm like, I don't care. Just call. Well, I was. I was. We were. Uh, I took Zane to that uh, FEMA. Uh, Airbase, yeah, the air yeah, museum, the air museum, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, like, I'm so, driving like 80 miles an hour. I cannot <laughs> FaceTime right? with you right now. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, you have to pull over. Um, yeah. So by the time I finally got her on the phone and I showed her, I'm like, no. She's like, why FaceTime? I'm like, you have. This is a video story. You have to hear it. <laughs> Took her all over my house and showed her everything. She was fucking dying. Thought it was absolutely brilliant, hysterical. I was crying with laughter. Yeah, she was. She's like, oh my God, Ashley, you got to look at this, look at this, look at this. I was like, uh, there's more, Laura. There's so much more. I was the best. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Tuesday. My, my, my sister, that's, she's a different breed, that's for sure. That was, it was good. That was, it was really good. I was like, hug. that was a good one. So then Tuesday, I text Laura as I noticed you're landing and I text Laura and I was like, Archie's, we'll be landing in 15 minutes. And she texts back, okay, LOL. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh. I hadn't planned that. It's just when you no. resp- replied back, okay, LOL, like <laughs> big deal. I was like, 
I was like, why are you like, oh, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't him. play that he yeah. right? I was like, didn't... okay, cool. <laughs> so I'm like, he said you were picking him up at the airport, question mark. And she went, fuck. Um, <laughs> immediately thought it sounds exactly like something Laura would, an offer Laura would make. And it she, does. It sounds like exactly something I would say. Like, so, she, <laughs> so she's like, um, she's like, people just really need to remind me when I when we make commitments like this when we're intoxicated. And <laughs> I'm telling Coy, and he's like, because I didn't remember it at all. I was like, I don't remember saying that. I was like, but I'll totally go. <laughs> and I'm like, Laura, he's already he's taxiing to the gates. Oh and she's like, I'm gonna message him right now. And I'm like, I just sat there and I'm like, okay. Let's see what happens. So then she comes back with Edward's picking him up. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her I a heart the, attack. I got the message. I'm like, oh, that's n- nice of you. But I made other arrangements. My roommates are <laughs> picking me up. And then I didn't hear anything for a little while. <laughs> and then I said, Archie, the screenshot of our conversation. He's like, oh, my God, you are a dick. For real. <laughs> deserve all the zip ties, by the way. Right? Well, them. you know what? The pranks will continue until I find every last fucking zip tie in this house. So I'm totally hoping that they're still there when I when I come. So I, I want to find a zip tie that's like my new I, 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 there. I left a few strategic ones. Cool. You did not. So. Oh, I did. Well, I got <laughs> everything except for the banister ones. Oh, I did tell Archie, though, to leave like so there's a zip tie here on the blinds in the podcast office and then a zip tie on each of the giant Mardi Gras beans. But other than that, every time Koi finds one, he's like, I need the scissors. <laughs> <laughs> or my mom, Carrie got, to, she just found the one on her drawer. So in her scrapbook <laughs> room, she's got a, a white desk and she found the bright green one on her white door, drawer knob. Mm-hmm. So she just found that one. And, oh God, I didn't God even check did. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're awesome. everywhere they're fucking everywhere anyway so yeah that was <laughs> <laughs> so then i scared laura she's like i was all oh my god hold on i'm on my way and i thought she's like a half an hour from the airport <laughs> she fucking goes uh yeah so i'm glad that you got back to her right away because she would have left and like all right i'm watch my pipeline i'll be back again <laughs> I would have thrown Zane in the car. Zane's in his underwear and his slides. Right? <laughs> That's his like Boy, summer like, outfit. Are you going to let her? Are you going to tell her? Or are you going to make her go to the airport? And I'm like, I haven't decided. <laughs> oh, man. But right away, she's like, Edward's picking him up. I'm like, I know. She goes, oh, my God, you dick. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. I figured it would have been something when we were all bullshitting after we had a couple drinks. I was like, oh, no. It is absolutely something Laura would have done and offered. She had gen- and she genuinely would have gone to pick you up from the airport. Right. right. Had I remembered that I had made that <laughs> <laughs> offer. I was like, I had no recollection of that, but I was like, I don't fucking know. Okay, I'm going. <laughs> that sounds like something I'd say. All right. It does, 100%. <laughs> yeah. And I just was off the top of my head. You were like, okay. And I thought, you know what? Let's see. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, it ended up being so much funnier than I thought. It was. So glad for you. <laughs> so yeah, um, the pranks will continue until every last zip tie in this motherfucking house is found. And again, remember, I had literally nothing to do with it. I just it was done in your pleasure. Name. 
And that's, you know, I can't even put my followers through. I know your fans, right? <laughs> okay. We need to have a conversation, <laughs> listeners, about the type of groupies that Laura is getting. You got like some zip ties. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Start my little zip tie side group. <laughs> so, like, Archie had just, he like he said, he had hundreds of them clipped that, and I was like, you know what? I should send him like sneak all of these back in his bag and like all the little clips zipped so you could see just how many <laughs> she put all over the house. Oh. But then I thought uh, the TSA would probably stop him and be like, "Why do you have a bunch of clip zip ties in your bag?" Like you know, I just just like. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have to say I don't know, and then I'd have to admit that somebody else may have packed my bag. <laughs> kind of a thing yeah it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been a good look so i was like no, no. <laughs> way, it's fine anyway just being their, their memories <laughs> don't creep them out more <laughs> i just each one has meaning a, yeah, i just came back from a furry convention what um <laughs> anyway so yeah that's all of our bullshitting um that took up about seven hours uh yeah either lost listeners or they skipped right past all of this um anyway all right guys we are going to bring you a really interesting uh phenomenon that happens it's an actual medical thing that does happen to people we're going to be talking to you today about sleep paralysis cases and some of the more terrifying things that people have experienced during sleep paralysis um but i didn't want I wrote the script on this one today, guys, and I didn't want Laura and Archie to be able to read ahead um, because I wanted them to be just as shocked and horrified and disgusted by the stories as they read them to you as I was when I wrote the script. Uh, (laughs) So I have to send them the script so they know what the fuck we're doing. And um, I think we will all take a really quick break and then get back with uh, some of the most terrifying sleep paralysis cases that I could find on the interwebs. Sound good? Sounds good. Sounds awesome. We'll be right back. All right, everyone. Carrie has sent us the script she wrote for this episode of Sleep Paralysis Cases. She found her information from buzzfeed.com, nhs.uk, metro.co.uk, wikipedia.com, and sundayguardianlive.com. So... Sleep paralysis is a state during waking up or falling asleep in which a person is aware but unable to move or speak. During an episode, one may hallucinate, hear, feel, or see things that are not there, which often results in fear. Uh, Episodes generally last less than a couple of minutes. It may occur as a single episode or be recurrent. Have either of you ever had a sleep paralysis episode no neither i i get the auditory hallucinations a lot it's it's unpleasant but it's always someone saying like hey or just noises that are made to snap me back into consciousness Mm. because it's always right when i'm about to fall asleep my body always finds a way to wake me the fuck up because my body is a piece of shit. No, I'm sorry. That would be my brain is a piece of shit. So yes, I, I hear, I, I have the auditory ones. It's unpleasant, but it's nothing like what we're going to hear about today. Okay, good. Yeah. Mine are generally, I, that happens to me too, but it, 
it's definitely not sleep paralysis. And I'm pretty sure everybody has had this where you're like in that twilight stage of sleep right before REM sleep. And you like are just starting to dream. And like, I'll dream that I trip and my body will jerk mm-hmm. and it'll oh, jerk yeah, yeah. me awake. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, about that it. kind of stuff. Like we were falling and yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that's, that's all I've had though. I mean, so. and sometimes there'll be like an outside noise, um, like an alarm or a song or something that like then comes into my dream and it gets incorporated. Do you guys have that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had stuff like that happen, but nothing mm-hmm. like, like sleep paralysis. Yeah, and I'll, I'll have the random muscle twitches too. Mm, okay. Like my one of my legs will jerk or my arm will just jerk out of nowhere while I'm but this is all while I'm falling to sleep. Yeah, not quite yeah. in sleep. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Sorry. The condition may occur in those who are otherwise healthy or those with narcolepsy, or it may run in families as a result of specific genetic changes. The condition can be triggered by sleep deprivation, psychological stress, hello, or abnormal sleep. (laughs) (laughs) The underlying mechanism is believed to involve a dysfunction in REM sleep. Sleep paralysis is commonly experienced by lucid dreamers, of which I am one. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. My ex-fiance was one, too. Uh, Rick was was a lucid dreamer, too. It was crazy. Some lucid dreamers use this as a method of having a lucid dream, which is me. Um, Diagnosis is based on a person's description of the event. Other conditions that can present similarly include narcolepsy, atonic seizure, and hypokalemic periodic paralysis. I don't know what any of those are. And again, I'm a bad podcaster. I should have looked them up, but I didn't. What can you do? Treatment <laughs> options for sleep paralysis have been poorly studies. studied. It is recommended that people be reassured that the condition is common and generally not serious. Other efforts that may be tried include sleep hygiene, cognitive behavioral therapy, and antidepressants. What is sleep hygiene, I wonder? Um go to bed at the same time every night. Oh, okay. Wake up at the same time every day. No TV on. No. Right. Turn off your phone an hour before bed. That kind of a thing. Oh, neat. Okay, cool. Between 8% and 50% of people experience sleep paralysis at some point in their lives. That's quite a range. Right? <laughs> it's between 8 and 50 We don't know for sure, but here's a number that's a safe bet. <laughs> About 5% of people have regular episodes. Males and females are affected equally. And sleep paralysis has been described throughout history. It is believed to have played a role in the creation of stories about alien abduction and other paranormal events. Alien abduction, I thought that was interesting. I did too. I, I thought that was interesting. Anyway. So the flip side of this phenomenon is what's known as visitation dreams. And those are actually very common. So have either of you ever had a visitation dream? I know that I have, my grandmother came to visit me and then she had one when my grandfather came to visit her. Um, Koi's actually had some about his grandfather, Frank. So have you guys ever had anything like that? No, um, 
think I've seen my mom in dreams and stuff, but I hasn't, I don't know that it's what I would call a visitation dream. All right, Chuck, about you? Yeah, my, my visitation dream was not so warm and cozy. But you knew that they, it was, that I they were that, dead and it was their spirit? I knew that there was something very large standing over me in my bedroom. I even texted you about it when it, back when it happened. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. yeah, no, this isn't this, that, this isn't, well, not really. So anyway, so what does it mean <laughs> if you see a ghost in a dream? Is it just a trick of the mind or is there something more to being visited by a ghost in your dream? So there are many explanations and many possibilities. Some of them are scientific. Some of them are spooky, Archie's big black mass. Hmm. Some of them historical, some of them traditional, some of them supernatural and so on. Each one of them, however, is equally intriguing. So dreams are in fact considered one of the most effective ways for the spirit realm to connect to the living. According to American writer and artist Nina Khan, she says, quote, perhaps dreams allow a little opening in our consciousness for the mystical realm to slip through, offering us a time to experience enhanced clairvoyance, divine inspiration, and even messages from the dead. Scientists truthfully know so little about dreams or why everyone has them. So creepy as it may be, it's worth, it's worth it to open your mind to the possibility that maybe spirits can visit people in dreams to deliver messages, warnings, and beyond. Now, oh, that's, that's very comforting. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Wraith, who is a PhD and founder of the Institute for Mediumship, Psychic, Astrological, and Reiki Training, explains that it is actually easier for spiritual ent entities of all kinds, for example, deceased loved ones, guides, angels, to communicate with us while we are sleeping, partly because you're more likely to be receptive to it in a dream state than you would be in a waking state. Um, but how do you actually know it's a spirit trying to communicate with you through a dream? Or is it just a dream created by your subconscious? Maybe after we've heard or read or seen some ghostly reference. Visitation dreams are typically clear, vivid, intense, and are experienced as real visits when the dreamer awakens. The dreamer is always changed by the experience. Um, and that's actually true. So when I dreamt of my grandmother, I had taken a nap on the couch and in my dream, I was sitting at my computer and I looked up because we've always got tons of pictures on our, on our walls and all of our homes and reflected in the glass. My grandmother's reflection was in the glass and I knew she was standing right by me. So I turned around and she was standing there and I knew I was dreaming and I knew it was her and I knew I didn't have much time to talk to her. Um, one thing that I have read in, in a number of books that I've read on the subject is that if it is in fact an actual deceased loved one coming to visit you in your dreams, they, a lot of times, if you're paying attention, they won't move their mouths when they talk to you. You will be talking and they'll be talking to you, but they won't move their mouths. And the reason is they don't need to, they're pure energy. So they don't actually need to go through the motion of forming words with their mouth. Mm -hmm. um, and my grandmother didn't. So, um, I remember when my grandmother's sister, Elma, died, she came to visit my cousin, Amy. And Amy told me about this dream that she had and that Aunt Elma was covering her up with one of her blankets on the couch. And I asked Amy, I said, Amy, I'm sorry. And you've met Amy. She's super cool, really open-minded. I said, I'm gonna ask you a really weird question. <clears throat> Did Aunt Elma's lips move when you talked to her? And she was like, actually, I don't think that they did. So that's another kind of thing that you can, will help you to 
differentiate between an actual dream because I've dreamt of my grandma a bunch, but I have only ever dreamt of her this way. She's only come to me once. Um, so that's another, uh, you, you'd know. You just, for whatever reason, you just know. Um, so anyway, in countries and cultures around the world, dreams have been regarded and treated as spiritual experiences since ancient times. Ancient Chinese and Mexican civilizations believed dreams allowed them to communicate with their ancestors. Ancient Greeks and Romans considered dreams to be divine guidance. So to that end, we've got the scientific side of it. We've got the dream guide side of it. So to that end, let's share some stories of people who have had insane sleep paralysis experiences. Laura, you start. All right, cool. I am 42 and first had a nightmare about a terrifying witch at the age of 16. She kneels on my chest and stares into my face, slowly getting nearer and nearer. I am completely terrified. She wears a black cloak and hood. Her face is like a witch and evil generates from her, surrounds me from her. Other times I can be lying on my stomach and she will creep her hand up the back of my head, down my face, and hook her fingers under my top teeth and pull my head back. Yeah. Right? Creepy. Look at our, there's Archie's grumpy cat face. <laughs> <laughs> Other times she will, she will bite, sit on the bed, knock the door, call my name, and generally scare the crap out of me. Oh, God, that's awful. Yeah. Right? That sounds terrible. The that's... thing with the thing going around the back of the head. Oh, God. Just... Yeah. And then hooking your. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mm. no, thank you. Right. I'd be like, bitch, these are veneers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right. So the next one. Um, so I'm in my early 20s and I have to, I used to have mild hallucinations when waking up without the use of an alarm while being unable to move. This was years ago and it never really bothered me, but it happened this morning, which was kind of my fault. So I hung a jacket from the hood of a closet door on the way in front of me the night before. And when I woke, I saw a woman standing there with a jacket on and her back turned. Somehow I assumed someone I knew was laying in bed beside me. I don't know who. So I was trying, yeah, right? So I was trying to yell to the person beside me. Then slowly the woman turned so I can see her from the side. And it was my cousin who died last year and was just, and was just, staring at the mirror on the door. At this point, I am losing my shit, but I can't seem to yell out. Then all of a sudden I regained movement and ended up yelling, you see her, right? Right? What the fuck is happening? I turn and there is just a blanket laying beside me. And when I look back, I easily make out the jacket hanging on my closet door. I'm still freaked up. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. That might be kind of a combination, sleep paralysis and then like a visitation dream. But mm. mm-hmm. That would be really scary to think somebody was lying in bed next to you. Right? <laughs> er, no, er, sure. Don't love it. Right. Uh, so the next one, um, anyone else see the Grim Reaper during an SP episode? I've seen him once, but only sensed him since. Happened during my first episode. Tornado inside my head, followed by nothing but the color purple in my vision. When the purple subsided, there he was coming up the side of my bed. Oh, my God. But at that, least he, you know, pretty color. That's that's so simple and yet horrifying. horrifying. About right. seeing... Yeah. Well, I know I've got some bad ones coming up. Did you read ahead? <laughs> oh, of course I did. Damn it. Quote, there was something at the end of my bed watching me because I've been through this one. Uh. 
It felt like I was being dragged towards them. I remember trying to scream, but no noise was coming out. I had to slowly fight to get control of my body. It was one of the scariest experiences of my life. That, to feel like you're being dragged, it's one thing Mm. to be like pinned to the bed, but then to be To feel like you're being dragged Mm. must be mortifying. I Next one, I get sleep paralysis quite a lot, but you don't get used to it. It's just intense pressure holding you down. I can't speak. I can usually see the shadow of a dark figure out of the corner of my eye, but I can't turn my head to look at it. That's pretty terrifying. Luckily for me, my partner is now used to this, and we have a code. If I start breathing really quickly and loudly, and if he notices that, then he helps snap me out of it. Aww. It's not specified how they have this little code to it, but good Lord, share that secret. Right, yeah. For sure. Another one is uh, I couldn't move. My chest felt crushed and it was hard to breathe. And I could hear loud hammering. A few feet away, a robed figure sat on my chair and started to move slowly toward me. As it got closer, a menacing skull appeared. The only thing I could move were my eyeballs. Jesus Christ. And that's not much better. <laughs> No, not at all. Okay, this next one. um, It happens every time I fall asleep on my back. I wake up and I can't tell if my eyes are open or shut, but I can see my whole room. A dark presence is lurking on top of my wardrobe. And as soon as I notice it, I try and scream, but I can't scream and I can't move. The darkness slithers down the side of my wardrobe, across the floor and looms over the end of my bed. Then it creeps all over me, trying to invade every orifice. I feel immense pressure like it has pinned me down and is pushing its way into my ears, eyes, and mouth. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. No, thank you. No. The darkness then screams a terrible screech into my face, and I try to scream back until eventually I manage to jerk my head and everything disappears, and then I'm alone in the darkness. It is the most terrifying of experiences. That one's God. a hell no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really hope nobody's listening to this episode at night because I'm going to need fucking time on PM to get to sleep after this shit. Um, this next one says, I get it when I have had too much sleep. The only time I was really freaked out was when I thought I could hear chatter in the background. Then I could feel someone lay next to me sleeping, the quilt just moving with each breath. Ugh. I sleep with dogs, so I really wouldn't know. But, you know, it could be a ghost. It could be a dog. I'm not sure. Um, I could feel the weight behind me in bed snoring. Again, dog. Leia snores <laughs> horribly. I started to. I started to panic as I knew no one was. I started to panic as I knew no one was in the house. Eventually. I could move and move back slightly to feel no one there. It took me a while to get back to sleep that night. Don't doubt it. I bet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I sleep with a seven-year-old sometimes. He comes in, or and always eight, I guess. Comes in my bed sometimes. Then he hits me in the head with his arms. I was gonna say sometimes <laughs> you do have those fingers pulling at your face. I wake up and he's in my bed. I'm like, what are you doing here? Why are you hitting me? <laughs> he's asleep. All right. Um, this is the next story. Um, I get it every now and then, but I know how to deal with it now. The absolute worst was when I was staying in a hotel with my boyfriend at the time. 
I remember trying to scream and move anything to get his attention, but nothing I did would make a sound. It was terrifying. Then I got up to tell him what happened and he bolted upright and strangled me. And then I finally woke up incredibly shaken and glad it wasn't real. Honestly, one of the scariest situations of my life and it wasn't even reality. Holy shit. Oh my God. That's a crazy thing. That's, See, that's a whole level of lucid that's mm, um, problematic. Right, because then I'd be pissed at him for like a month. Remember when you tried to choke me in my dream? You tried to strangle me in my dream. Right. Right. How many times have you had a dream about your partner and then you woke up and you're all pissed off? <laughs> they right. weren't strangling you. How mad right. would you be? <laughs> oh my God, you dream cheated on me. <laughs> right. like, I'm not fucking talking to you today. <laughs> yeah. You were such Stop a being an asshole. <laughs> dick in my dream last night. Exactly. Oh my God. Um, all right. So this one, um, the first time it happened, um, to me, was when I went for a nap during the day, I was lying on my side, facing away from the door. When I woke up to the sound of my door closing, I tried to turn around to see who had come into my room, but I couldn't move. My eyes were wide with terror. I could see everything in my room. I heard this thing walk around my room. Then it sat on my bed and I could feel the bed dip from its weight. Yes. It then shuffled toward me, and it felt like it began to spoon me. It was extremely tall. Weird. Uh-huh. I was trying. To, I was trying to move so hard, but I was just laying still. The thing started breathing on my neck and tickling my back. It then stood up and left after a few minutes. This was the most terrifying thing that has ever happened to me. Yuck! No, I don't even like humans breathing on my neck and tickling me. Like, right? <laughs> fuck all the way off. <laughs> did you hear about that guy this is kind of a slight thing but there was a guy who was running around of course i think it was florida um <laughs> breaking into breaking into women's homes and tickling their feet and that's all he was doing i mean that's all he was, me. and that's it. that's all he did but tickle their feet and then you know i mean that's creepy as fuck that yeah, dude that, would that, get that, kicked that's... so fucking hard in the face yeah that, that, seems, that sounds like a florida man story <laughs> right good god well and i've here i've got this one it says it usually feels like someone is sitting on my chest choking me and i see staring faces right above mine laughing or screaming gibberish these seem to like i i'm seeing like a trend like it feels like somebody's sitting on your chest it's that like suffocation feeling and also the noise, like they hear a lot of noise in their head. I'm wondering if it's like the blood rushing through their ears because their their adrenaline is out of control. So I'm wondering if that's the noise they're hearing. And their brain is saying, hey, we've got a problem. Send everything mm. here right now. Yeah. Hmm. Here's another one that said, I started experiencing sleep paralysis during the exam period of my first year at university. A very stressful time for me. Mm-hmm. The first time it happened, I woke up with the feeling I was being suffocated. My, like my bed was literally swallowing me up. The more I panicked, the more I panicked. <laughs> the more I picnicked. The more I picnicked, <laughs> it was lovely. We had a good time and they hadn't, and the. And we the, drink wine the end. We drink wine. <laughs> the more I panicked and the faster my pulse and breathing became, the quicker I was disappearing into the bed. So like quicksand. I couldn't move a muscle and my attempts to scream were silent. 
after I calmed myself down, I kind of drifted out of my paralyzed state and woke up completely. The second time it happened, I awoke to see a very tall man standing by my door, holding something behind his back and moving towards me very slowly. Once again, I couldn't move and couldn't make a sound. It is definitely a terrifying experience. Yeah, I hate it, all of it. <laughs> um, the next paragraph is the exact same as the one I just read. So that's because it was such a good story. We've got to tell it twice. Got to tell it twice. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens when you copy and paste, kids? Okay, so this one I hated. Um, I woke up on my back paralyzed and there was a little old lady sitting at the side of my bed staring at me and smiling. I have never been so terrified. I love my grandmother, but if I ever have a dream, she's just sitting at the foot of my bed, smiling, staring at me and smiling. I'm gonna be like, what are you fucking doing here? And I never swore at my grandmother. Right, and according to this story, it was not that person's grandmother. Random little old lady, yeah. Um, this next one says, I see manifestations of horror in my bedroom at least once a week from random people chilling on a chair at the bottom of my bed to creepy old ladies. What is with these bitches? Well, I was going to say, uh, get rid of that fucking chair. For one. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Dear David. He kept that one green chair that Dear David kept sitting in. Right. Get rid of right, the is furniture. There a, is there a bingo hall? That's right. Like pushing them back <laughs> to the other side. <laughs> Um, to creepy old ladies, to swarms of flying ants or bats. Okay, I don't love any of that. Oh. The worst thing I saw was someone hanging right above my head. I couldn't move. I wanted to cry. I couldn't sleep in my room for a few days after that. A few days? Move. The likelihood of, okay, yeah, this is funny. The likelihood of it happening increases whether there's someone in my bed. This is mega awkward. Recently, some Tinder dude told me in the morning that I was, quote, like the fucking exorcist last night. And he for sure wasn't talking about activities that happened when I was awake. Fuck my <laughs> life. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it was awful for her, but. Right. <laughs> also funny for us. I love those FMLs. <laughs> right. All right, so the next story. Uh, my worst experience of sleep paralysis was after I'd been up all night doing an essay. When I finished, I immediately dozed off. The next thing I knew, I thought I had completely woken up, except there was a shadow demon looming over the end of my bed. It didn't have a face, but I could feel it staring at me, and it felt like pure evil. I tried with my whole body to scream, but nothing came out, which made me only panic more. I felt like the demon was about to attack me. Then his head twitched to the side, and he pounced on my chest sort of thrashing at me. It felt like it was suffocating me. Yeah. Right? I tried to close my eyes again and put all my energy into trying to wake up and move my body the whole time with the demon hallucination still attacking me. When I was finally fully awake, I lay in bed for about a half an hour shaking and next to tears. It was probably the scariest thing I've ever experienced. I thought it was just a really vivid nightmare until a few months later when I first read about sleep paralysis online. Wow. Okay. I feel like there should be a support group for these people because goddamn. Oh, I'm sure there are. Oh, I hope so. Um, okay, so the next story. The worst was when I saw a dog sitting on one of my arms growling at me and a girl whose face was, was covered with her hair was sitting on my other arm. 
I only woke up when she leaned forward and I felt her hair on my face. Blech. No. Right? That's no. so gross. Hard pass. No. Hard. no. <laughs> that so far is the worst one. I've got it so innocent. And all three of us are like, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yuck. so much yuck. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. So I've got this one that says I've got I've got sleep paralysis a couple of times when I was a kid, but it became really bad in my second year of uni or university. I would wake up unable to move and feeling something sitting on my chest. Common theme. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It got worse when I started to see things always in the corner of the room, a dark figure I knew was watching me. Sometimes it would whisper things, which of course freaked me out. One time I was dragged down the bed by this dark figure, unable to stop it, but I managed to force myself to wake up. When we moved out of the house after the second year, the sleep paralysis stopped, and I've only had two episodes in the six years since. God, dragged down by the... mm -mm. Jesus. I'm always going to sleep with dogs. Fuck this. Because they'll know. <laughs> Chewie and Leia will know if I'm having some sort of Are you episode. They would, they would hide under your bed. Right? The dogs would be behind you. would be like, oh, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> Leia, Leia and Tater probably, Chewie would. Chewie would attack whatever he couldn't see if he knew I was in distress. Well, I wish you the best of luck with <laughs> Me too. Chewie's going to have to handle it because obviously I won't be able to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, next I have uh, the story that starts with, I have terrible hallucinations. And and as I try and fight my paralysis, I sometimes flick back and forth between reality and my dream. So I can see my room and have my eyes open. But the creature from my nightmare is also in my room. Yuck. It's genuinely petrifying and has made me feel I'm actually being possessed, which in turn makes me feel like I'm going crazy. Oh my God. It used to last only a few seconds, but recently it's getting longer and longer. And that's terrifying when you're conscious of it. You feel trapped inside yourself for a significantly long period of time, maybe 10 minutes. It's horrible. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. I wish there was a real cure so I could never, so I should never have to go through it again. The best I can do is try and avoid technology before bed and make sure my bedtime is a set time every night to give me a routine, such as the sleep. A hygiene thing. Hygiene Mm. spoke about before. Oh my God. I can't imagine having. A, a a disorder like schizophrenia and oh god i would yeah I, it's just I've one would exacerbate even, the other i've never oh. even considered that before no oh god it must be so confusing right uh-huh. when you don't know oh. what's what's reality yeah. and what's you can't even dream. tell what's real or not even going to sleep is your enemy god mm-hmm. that's terrible. awful awful that's terrible. because i love to sleep to escape Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Was it Metallica that had that video where the person was yeah, where the person was awake during the mm-hmm. procedure? And I know that really happens. 
Um, some people don't take all the way to the anesthesia and they're literally awake, but they can't move. I mean, that's fucking terrifying. And this is oh God, that, that be... when you're sleeping. Ah, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, gross, gross, gross. Mm. Okay, so this one is super fucked up. Well, not as fucked up as some of them, but I had a nightmare. <laughs> I had a nightmare. I was hearing a 911 call of someone being attacked and woke up to the hallucination of the attacker in my room. Mm-mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I sometimes I, I think about that. Like if I watch a particular or listen to a particularly disturbing episode of my favorite murder, I'm like, mm-hmm. but normal, most of all of their cases the person's been caught or dead or whatever and i'm like but what if they weren't what if they're still on the <laughs> lamb oh my god um this next one says i get sleep paralysis four to five times a year which is about four to five times too many mm-hmm. but that was my little sidebar <laughs> they didn't write that um it happens mostly when i fall asleep during the day that bums me out i love a good nap i love a, a good nap that bums me out Oh, I wish I could nap. I know, right? Um, They go on to say, I have vague, non-specific dreams, usually involving threat or danger. It's accompanied by the feeling of extreme dread, which then escalates into outright terror. I tend to have auditory hallucinations. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Archie's like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. The voice will be clear, and I'll hear it as if somebody is standing right next to me. I know I'm asleep, but the voice is real. Sometimes I also see a figure standing nearby. I try to scream, but can't make a sound. I'll try to run, but I can't move. Somewhere in my mind, I'm aware I'm asleep, but I cannot wake up or move. I'm pinned down. The only way to come around is to let the terror overwhelm me, and then I slowly come to. I don't wake up violently thrashing, screaming, or sweating. I'm calm, but it takes me a couple of hours to feel normal again. Holy fuck. Mm -hmm. It isn't the same as a nightmare. The feelings with sleep paralysis are profoundly intense, but based on a nonspecific threat. There's no monster, no axe murderer, no terrible accident, just you alone with your fear and unable to escape it. No. Goodbye. Mm. yeah sounds like the dementors of Harry Potter <laughs> it does it really right? does mm-hmm. um all right these stories are not getting any better um <laughs> no. <laughs> they're not gradually getting happier as we go on one of these i one of these stories is bound to say and there was a care bear sitting on my right? chest <laughs> Force feeding me wine and cheese. <laughs> I'm waiting. I have my fingers crossed for that one. <laughs> this is not it, but. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, I felt pressure on my chest and it crept closer up my body, becoming heavier. When it reached my head, I could hear my name being shouted louder and louder until it became a scream. Literally the worst experience of my life. Oh, God. This person could have a child. Mm. Right, um, exactly. <laughs> Do you have a kid? Ma, 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 ma. Yeah, I need more evidence uh, uh, before <laughs> I can agree this is sleep paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not wrong. It is terrifying. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you wake up to a kid this close to your face, mm-hmm. ma, 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 it's yeah, freaks out. Yeah, well, you said like tiptoe into my room and he'd like lean down and he'd be like real loud whisper in my mommy (gasps) and then i'd scare him and it would be a whole thing and i need a drink (laughs) my mouth is dirty your mouth was almost bloody you need to get up out of my face (laughs) 
it is. Oh, he snorted. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Right. So um, I was living at home with my mom. I was unwell, so I was in bed all day. My mom was home with me. I must have fallen asleep as I had never heard her open my bedroom door or walk across the room, but I felt her weight sit on the bed beside me. I heard her pick up my cup of water as if checking if it needed refilling and felt her brush the hair from my face. Then all of a sudden I was being choked. I felt, I felt hands around my neck. I, excuse me. I couldn't open my eyes as if they were glued shut and I tried to raise my arms to break free, but it was as if they'd been nailed to the mattress. I struggled to breathe and felt myself getting lightheaded. Then all of a sudden it went and I could open my eyes and move again. My mom was nowhere to be seen. She was upstairs at the neighbor's house. No, thank you. Wow. That's got to fuck you up when it's someone you trust so implicitly as your own mother. Mm-hmm. And to think to think that it's her, because they said that, that their eyes were glued shut. They couldn't even mm-hmm. open their eyes. Leia, can I help you? It's like they just assumed it was her mom. But yeah, it's so freaky, right? You're going to wake up like so fucked up. Yeah. All right. So new fun story. I once had a woman in black experience after watching the film. Have you guys seen this movie? Mm-mm. No, I didn't even know it was one. I did, but I haven't, I haven't seen it. Well, uh, this person <laughs> woke with <laughs> Thanks for that informative. Helping. <laughs> Absolutely. No one. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that fucking golden nugget of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh, no. She might be having an episode. <laughs> They're having an episode. Oh, God. We're not laughing at these people, guys. Don't get all uppity about it. We're like, they're laughing at insightful. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was hoping one of you losers would have seen it. <laughs> nope. Didn't even know it was a movie. <laughs> How do you mean? all right sorry all right this person woke with a heavy weight on their chest and in the corner of their eye thought that they could see someone at the end of the bed the figure had a large hat and black veil hanging down over its face it started to stamp its feet and scream at me as if as if to get me to look at it i'm assuming so that i would die like in the film I couldn't move. I was laid on my back with my head to the side and remember trying to move to pick up a glass to throw at the figure, but my arms wouldn't work. When I came round, I burst into tears. One of the most terrifying experiences I've had and I still to this day can't sleep on my back. That was three years ago. Again, this person could have had a child just dressed up in their, <laughs> their mother's clothes, a hat, black veil, stomping his feet, screaming to get it to, yeah, it could be a kid. <laughs> Well, and this one, it's it's brief, but it's interesting and kind of odd. It says, quote, there have been times when I've rolled over to look at my boyfriend sleeping and there is a red and black striped face looming over him. Maybe it's Darth Maul. Perhaps, most likely. But I'm sure that's because Because our brains are just as stupid as we are if not more so and it sounds like they would do some stupid shit like that for us a thousand there's something in the background that's making them see that like probably your how your your eyes will just fill in the gaps but mm -hmm. you don't see yeah yeah like what's that what's that fucking mirror shit archie what's that called 
oh shit we've been this is now the third time we've mentioned it on the show and each time i forget the fucking name of it it's a phenomenon that happens when you stare at yourself in a mirror for too long oh god um let me sounds like it's the third time you've tried to mention it on the show (laughs) hold on the fuck is it where your brain does fill in gaps that it finds it tries to input information and stuff that it finds irrelevant. So when you're just staring at yourself in the mirror for a long time and you're just focusing on like your immediate, your and eyes, you, nose. And you mm. see, and you see like monsters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Your eyes turn into like demon eyes or this guy behind me or, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm uh, click the wrong article for this. It's called peripheral fading or the Troxler effect. Troxler effect. That's what it is. Thank you. See, I knew what it was. Four. All right. <laughs> we got there with Google. We think Google gets me everywhere. I'm just going to uh-huh. tell you that right now. All right, Arch, you got a big one. I got a big one. <clears throat> and, <laughs> wait, that's and, wait, and again. Now <laughs> again. <laughs> and now I'll read my script. I just. <laughs> His rough handle is I got a big one <laughs> with a black bass. <laughs> oh, All right. I'd woken up in my dorm room. It was a stormy night around four in the morning and still quite dark, though there were yellowish orange lights coming from a street lamp outside. The window at the foot of my bed had been left cracked open and was banging in the wind. I got up to shut it and stumbled back to bed, lying on my right side facing the wall with my eyes closed. It began with tactile hallucinations. I felt as if a pair of slightly clammy hands with thick fingers were gently stroking my face, in particular my lips, eyes, and ears, and prodding at my mouth. I'm sorry, what is their fucking fascination with our mouths? I don't know, but I've had this evening before. Um, from Scruff? <laughs> Brought to you you by complain Scruff. about all the gay jokes, and then you make all the gay jokes. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And then you guys fucking take that little tiny ball and run so far with it. It's Pride Month. <laughs> It is. Pride, be gay, do crimes. <laughs> Don't <laughs> do crimes, but be gay. Eventually, this feeling gave way to prickling pins and needles all over my body, and I felt very cold and buzzing, as if I were electrified or covered in static shocks. At the same time, a heavy ringing began in my ears, very loud and in an even tone. It was at this point I got the sensation that there was someone else in the room very close to me. I was able to open my eyes and I felt this weight pressing down on the left side of my ribs and shoulder. The light from the street was blocked by shadow and I realized the shadow had a solid form. A squat creature with cat-like features and claws though humanoid and compact. It was about three or four feet tall, sitting on top of me. It had pointed ears and pale yellow eyes with no pupils, 
I couldn't distinguish its face beyond the outlined and its glowing eyes. I knew it was a demonic force of some sort, and I tried to scream. I felt the air leaving my throat, but only heard a faint whisper. I don't know how long this lasted, but eventually the apparition was gone, and I was able to move. I got up and turned on my bedside light and sat up until dawn. That is the most descriptive story of sleep paralysis that I came across. It's, it's, it's very well written. It's very well written. And the fact that like, so like when you're afraid and your adrenaline is running and you're trying, like you have these terrifying moments, whatever they may be, Mm -hmm. you're not going to remember every detail of it. This person this person I expect to be revealed as either a writer or some sort of police or military officer because of mm. the details yeah. and everything therein. That's were amazing. Were amazing. Like I could I felt like I was watching it. Okay, here we go. I've had two experiences of sleep paralysis. The first time there were just different faces coming toward me. No bodies, just faces. Terrifying. What if they were Jason Momoa? The Rock. Less terrifying. Yeah, that would be a lot more fun. That's when you wake up and go, God damn it. Right? (laughs) What if it was Sarah Paulson? Yeah. Oh, she's so cute. Felicia Day. (laughs) oh she's so cute too (laughs) the second time i had been having a vivid nightmare about being burgled when i went into sleep paralysis i saw a man crouching beside my bed wearing a red checkered shirt who was brandishing a knife i have never concentrated so hard on blinking the experiences felt like they lasted forever but must have only been about a minute at most again that's very specific Mm. um Then this one, I'd fallen asleep listening to a podcast. When I woke up, the voice had changed into this demonic record played backwards, hissing, don't trust, slowly over and over again. My God, I hope it wasn't this podcast. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Like, Archie, knock it off. Yeah, I know. And when he was reading that last bit, and he was like, somebody else in the room, very close to me. And I felt like saying, don't read it like that. You're scaring me. No, I was, I was auditioning. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it probably was this podcast. Uh writer, I'm so sorry. Um because I can't imagine the voice that changed into this demonic record played backwards hissing. Don't trust slowly. Mm-mm. No, yuck. Mm-mm. No more uh what's that voice you were using? A M R ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you love it. No, God, no, <laughs> no, because apparently, if they play us backwards, they have sleep paralysis. Only forward time. All right, All right so Laura, you got the last one. I do. I don't remember falling asleep. I looked up at the ceiling hatch straight above my head, and there was a man peering down at me. He was trying to climb down and kill me. I thought I was awake. It was one of the scariest experiences I've ever had. Oh, thank God the attic hatch is in the hallway here. Mm-mm. Not <laughs> that sitting would under be... that shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mm-mm. 
And with that, we say good night. Yes. We hope you're not listening to this at night, but if you are, good night. Yeah. yeah. Sleep maybe, well. maybe, Sleep maybe, well. maybe, maybe practice some lucid dreaming exercises <laughs> so you can realize that <clears throat> sometimes shit ain't real. Maybe mm. watch the Care Bears before you go to sleep. <laughs> and dream about wine and cheese. So, oh God, that would be amazing. We do a little BSing for you just to kind of lull you back into a sense of security, but we did all of that in the beginning of the episode. So, <laughs> um, we're going to make this ending real short and sweet. You guys know where to find us. You guys know how to get in contact with us. And you guys know, as always, stay safe out there because you never know who or what is listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.